This is Thriving Thoughts, the podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thoughtologist and truth teller. Welcome to season seven, where you'll learn to be gentle and deliberate with your words so that together we learn what it really means for women to encourage, uplift, and empower one another. Twice per week in five-minute episodes, we'll dissect popular phrases women say to one another, expose the lies hiding beneath their surface that perpetuate problematic ideals, and learn how to speak true encouragement so we uplift ourselves and others. Are you ready to speak truth over the lies and be an empowered woman who empowers other women? Start with this truth. A woman who changes her world changes the world. Let's go. Quite possibly the worst thing you can say to someone who's complaining of anxiety, sadness, vague aches and pains, or fears of being unliked is, it's all in your head. Fear not, O recipient of such idiom, the person saying it heard it from someone else, and they mean no malice. There is truth, however, to the notion that one can feel dismissed when they're sharing a thought, feeling, or self-observation, and then promptly told they're imagining it. We might not say this to one another as adults, but I wonder when the last time is you suggested to your child that she was imagining her experience. It's societally ingrained, and it is so because it's a trite thing to say when we don't have the answer. It's not helpful. To be fair, however, there is truth to the statement. Our interpretations of events and experiences are formulated, all in our heads. It doesn't mean that our interpretation isn't real. It doesn't mean it is either. Consider this scenario. I have a friend whom I texted. She doesn't text me back. I start to think, here's where the uh, choose your own adventure maneuver comes in, by the way, to thrive or struggle. I start to interpret my friend's silence in some way. I start to conjure up things that I may have done that made her upset with me. And as I imagine various scenarios, I convince myself that I must have done something wrong. Or I externalize and start to wonder why she's so dismissive, to which my brain will react by, quote unquote, remembering or creating other scenarios in which she was dismissive. I may have done something wrong. She may have been dismissive. Or the converse could be true. Either way, I've invented a scenario scenario in my head that feels quite real. If I choose the anger toward her path, I'll experience elevated heart rate and other physical symptoms associated with anger. If I choose the guilt over myself path, I'll experience sadness, and that will make me want to start investigating other memories to confirm that I'm always doing something wrong. It's no wonder no one likes me. You see where this goes. Molehill meet mountain. Anxiety or sadness created where once none existed. Again, there may be some legitimacy to the feelings I've created, but the only person who can determine that is the feeler of the emotion. It is their privilege to investigate and then discover a legitimate grievance or tell themselves, I just imagined that whole thing. My friends and I joke about how we do this in romantic relationships. We won't say what we want to say because we already know how the conversation is going to go. Being the soothsayers we are, we choose the outcome, the negative one, by the way, and don't give anyone else the opportunity to turn it into one that's positive potentially. So what can you say to a friend if she's sharing her feelings and it seems like she's making giant leaps from behavior to perception. Ask her, is that really true? Earlier today on the phone with a friend, she said, I'm in bed by 8.30, 9 o'clock every night and nothing gets done. 
I said, is that true? Nothing gets done? She said, well, you know what I mean. I do, but I'm not going to stand by and watch my friend create stories that make her feel bad when they simply aren't true. You can ask your friend to question their feelings in a way that doesn't negate them. You might even say, I know it feels this way right now, but is it possible there's another way to think about it? Speaking truth over lies takes constant practice. This idiom turns into a giant truth and we stop calling ourselves to task on the miraculous nature of our brains to create our realities through our interpretations. Friends don't let friends conflate their feelings without due diligence. You may have also heard this phrase or said it to someone when they were expressing physical symptoms of pain. We will address the power of the mind-body connection in another episode. For now, remember that our brains have the powerful ability to invent realities that simply aren't true, yet sometimes they are. We owe it to ourselves to investigate thoroughly and remind our friends to do the same. Do me a favor, if you're one of the women who are encouraged by my newly reformatted five-minute podcast, Would you please share it on social media and tag me? Together, we can make these messages unstoppable. Until Sunday, friends, speak truth over lies and you will thrive.